to destroy her, but it had pleased God to reveal his Son in you. Hail to our Father Paul, the teacher of the world. Hail to the chosen vessel of our Lord and Savior. Pray to the Lord on our behalf, O blessed Saint, our teacher, Paul the Apostle, that he may forgive us our sins. Watch over us from on high where you dwell, O Lady of us all, the ever-Virgin Theotokos, ask of him whom you have borne our good Savior to take away our afflictions and establish for us his peace. Hail to you, O Virgin, the true righteous Queen, Hail to the pride of our race, who bore for us Emmanuel. We ask you to, to remember, remember us, O faithful intercessor, before our Lord Jesus Christ. We exalt you as the mother of the true light. We glorify, O Santa Theotokos. You have brought forth unto us the Savior of the whole world. He came and saved our souls. We repeat to you, our Master, our King, Christ, the pride of the apostles, the crown of the martyrs, the joy of the firmness of the churches, the forgiveness of sins. We proclaim the Holy Trinity in one Godhead. We worship him. We glorify him. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, bless us. Amen. We believe in one God, God the Father, the Pentecostal, creator of heaven and earth and of all things seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all ages, light of light, true God of true God, begotten not created, of innocence of the Father, by whom all things are made, who for us men for our salvation came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and of the Virgin Mary, and became man. And he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate, suffered and was buried. The third day he rose from the dead according to the scriptures, descended to heaven, he sits at the right hand of his Father, is coming again in his glory, judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have none. The Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, where the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets, and one holy gunting apostolic church, we confess and baptism for remission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. upon us, settle mercy upon us, have compassion upon us. Amen. Hear us. Amen. Bless us, keep us, and help us. Take away your anger from us, visit us with your salvation, and forgive us our sins. Amen, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. 
Shlilef Logison, peace be with all. And with your seen them and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them but as for you blessed are your eyes where they see and your ears where they hear may we be worthy to hear and to act according to your holy gospels through the prayers of your saints lord have mercy remember also our master those who have bidden us to remember them in our supplications and prayers which we offer up unto you, O lord our god those who have already fallen asleep, repose them, those who are sick, heal them. For you are the life of us all, the salvation of us all, the hope of us all, the healing of us all, and the resurrection of us all. Zion, he has chosen her habitation for himself. Here will I dwell, for I have chosen it. I will surely bless her provision. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord of hosts. Bless, O Lord, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, True, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. And Jesus departed from there, skirted the Sea of Galilee, and went up on the mountain and sat down there. Then great multitudes came to him, having with them those who were lame, blind, mute, maimed, and many others. And they laid them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. So the multitude marveled when they saw the mute speaking. 
the maimed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind seeing, and they glorified the God of Israel. Glory be to God forever. We exalt you worthily with Elizabeth, your cousin, saying, Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. Therefore we glorify you as the mother of God at all times. Ask the Lord on our behalf that he may forgive us our sins. Blessed be the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. The perfect Trinity, we worship Him and glorify Him. Father who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and free of us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not temptation, but deliver us from evil. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Before you, O Lord, peace be with all, and with your spirit. O Master, Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son and Logos of God the Father, who has broken every bond of our sins, through his saving life, giving sufferings, who breathe into the face of his saintly disciples and holy apostles, and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Now also, our Master, you have given grace to your holy apostles, to those who for a time labor in the priesthood, and your holy church to forgive sin upon the earth, and to bind loose every bond of iniquity. Now also we ask and entreat your goodness to love of mankind, for your servants, my father, for my brethren, my weakness, those who bow their heads before your holy glory. Dispense us your mercy, loose every bond of our sins, if we have committed any sin against you, knowingly, unknowingly, through anguish of heart. Whether indeed, word, faint-heartedness, now Master, who knows weakness of men, as the good one and love of mankind, O God, grant us forgiveness of our sins. Bless us, purify us, absolve us, and all your people fills with your free strain us for your holy goodwill. For you are God, and to do all glory, divine and worship with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, the giver of life, who is of innocence with you, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. And Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Amen, alleluia, glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. We proclaim and say, O our Lord Jesus Christ, the begotten of the Father before all ages, save us and have mercy. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, bless us, amen. I offer my repentance, bless me, forgive me, and say the blessing. Amen, so it For yours is the power, the glory, the might, the blessing forever. Amen. Lord, make us worthy to pray. Thankfully, our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not in temptation, but the us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Trois nine nine of trois nine nine amen. Hallelujah. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. The prayers of the third and the sixth hours we offer to Christ our King and our God, beseeching him to forgive us our sins from the Psalms of our Father David, the Prophet and King. May his blessings be with us all. Amen.
Excelsior, someone holy, 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 the gospel according to our teacher, St. John. May his blessings be with us all. Amen. When the comfort of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, has come. He shall teach you all things and bring to remembrance all things that I have said unto you. My peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, do I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If you love me, you rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father, but my Father is greater than I. And I have told you before it comes to pass, that when it comes to pass, you might believe. I will not talk much with you, for the Prince of this world comes, and is nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, so I do. Arise, let us go from here. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bring forth more fruit. That you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. Glory be to God forever. Amen. We worship you, Christ, with your good Father, and the Holy Spirit, for you have come and saved us. Have mercy on us, your Holy Spirit, O Lord, whom you sent forth upon your holy disciples and honored apostles in the third hour. Do not take away from us a good one. But renew him within us, creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Glory to the Father, and the Holy Spirit. O Lord, send down your Holy Spirit upon your holy disciples and your honored apostles in the third hour. Do not take him away from us, O good one, but we ask you to renew him within us, O Lord. Jesus Christ, Son of God, the Word, a right and life-giving spirit, a spirit of prophecy and chastity, a spirit of holiness, righteousness, and authority. O the Almighty One, for you are the light of our souls. O you who gives light to every man that comes into the world, have mercy on us. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. O Theotokos, you are the true vine who bore the cluster of life. We ask you, O full of grace with the apostles for the salvation of our souls. Blessed is the Lord our God. Blessed is the Lord day by day. He prepares our way, for he is God of our salvation. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. O heavenly King, the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, who is present in all places and fills all the treasure of good things and the life giver, graciously come and dwell in us and purify us from all defilement, O good one, and save our souls. Just as you were with your disciples, O Savior, and gave them peace, graciously come also and be with us and grant us your peace and save us and deliver our souls, both now and ever and unto thee. Whenever we stand in your holy sanctuary, we are considered standing in heaven. O Theotokos, you are the gate of heaven. Open for us the gate of mercy. God, holy, mighty, holy, mortal, who is born of the Virgin, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy, mighty, holy, immortal, who is crucified for us, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy, mighty, holy, immortal, who rose from the dead and ascended to the heavens, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and to the ages of all ages. Amen. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. The Lord, forgive us our sins. The Lord, forgive us our iniquities. The Lord, forgive us our trespasses. The Lord, for the sake of your people, heal them for the sake of your holy name. Our fathers and brethren who have fallen asleep, O Lord, close their souls. For you without sin, Lord, have mercy on us. For you without sin, Lord, help us and receive our supplications. Yours is the glory, dominion, and triple holiness. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, bless us. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Hail to you, we ask you, O Saint, full of glory, the ever virgin, Theotokos, the mother of Christ. Lift up our prayers unto your beloved Son, that he may forgive us our sins. Hail to the Holy Virgin, who has brought forth unto us the true light, Christ our God. 
Ask the Lord in our behalf that you may have mercy on our souls and forgive us our sins. The Holy Theotoko, let's face intercessor of the human race, interceded in our behalf before Christ and you bore that you may grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Hail to your virgin, the right and true queen. Hail to the bride of our race who bore to us Emmanuel. We ask you to remember us before our Lord Jesus Christ and may forgive us our sins. Holy, 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 reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. May his blessings be with us all. Amen. And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain, and when he was seated, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile you and persecute you, and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. The city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor did they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Yet let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father who is in heaven. And glory be to God forever and ever. I mean, we worship you, Christ, through the good Father and the Holy Spirit. For you have come and saved us. O you who on the sixth day and in the sixth hour was nailed to the cross for the sin which our father Adam dared to commit in paradise. Dare the handwriting of our sins, O Christ our God, and save us. I cried to the Lord, and he heard me. God, hear my prayer, and do not refuse my petition. Be attentive to me, and hear me in the evening, in the morning, and at midday. I say my words, and he hears my voice, and delivers my soul in peace. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O Jesus Christ, our God, who was nailed to the cross in the sixth hour, and killed sin by the tree, and by your death you made alive the dead man whom you created with your own hands, and had died in sin. Put to death our pains by our healing and life-giving passions and by the nails with which you were nailed. Rescue our minds from thoughtlessness of earthly deeds and worthy lust to the remembrance of your heavenly commandments according to your compassion. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Since we have no favor nor excuse nor justification because of our many sins, we through you implore to him who was born of you, Theotokos the Virgin. For abundant and acceptable is your intercession with our Savior, O your mother, do not exclude sinners from your intercession with him whom you bore. For he is merciful and able to save us because he suffered for us to deliver us. Let your compassion speedily reach us, for we are exceedingly humbled. Help us, O God, our Savior, for the glory of your name. O Lord, deliver us and forgive us our sins for the sake of your holy name. now and ever unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Salvation in the midst of all the earth, O Christ our God, as you stretch your hands on the cross. Therefore, all nations cried out, saying, Glory be to you, O Lord. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We worship you, your incorruptible person, O good one, asking for the forgiveness of our sin, O Christ our God. For you, of your will, you are pleased to be lifted up onto the cross to deliver those whom you created from the bondage of the enemy. 
We cry out unto you and give thanks to you, for you have filled all with joy, O Savior, when you came to help the world, Lord. Glory be to you, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. You are she who is full of grace, O Theotokos, the virgin, we praise you. For through the cross of your Son, Hades fell down, and thus was abolished. We were dead, but we are raised, and became worthy of eternal life and gain the delight of the first paradise. Therefore, we thankfully glorify the immortal Christ, our God. We exalt you, the mother of the true light. We glorify, O saints of Theotokos, for you have brought forth unto us the Savior of the whole world. He came and saved our souls. Glory be to our Master, our King, Christ, the pride of the apostles, the crown of the martyrs, the joy of the righteous, the churches, the forgiveness of sins. We proclaim the Holy Trinity in one Godhead. We worship him. We glorify him. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, bless us. Amen. We believe in one God, God the Father, the Pantocrator, creator of heaven and earth and of all things seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, only begotten Son of God. Light of light, true God of true God, begotten, not created, of essence with the Father, by whom all things are made, who for us men for our salvation came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and of the Virgin Mary and became man. And he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate, who suffered and was buried. On the third day he rose from the dead according to the scriptures. Ascend to the heavens, he sits at the right hand of his Father. He's come in again in his glory, judge the living and dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. Yes, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets, and one holy Catholic apostolic church, we confess some baptism for the mission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. Amen. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Kiri alay son, kiri alay son, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have Have mercy on us, O God, the Father of the Pontocrator, 
O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. O Lord of hosts, be with us. For we have no help in our hardships and tribulations but you. Absolve, forgive, and remit, O God, our transgressions, those which we have committed willingly and those which we have committed unwillingly, those which we have committed knowingly and those which we have committed unknowingly, the hidden and manifest. So, Lord, forgive us for the sake of your holy name, which is called upon us. Let it be according to mercy, O Lord, not according to our sins. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Glory and honor, honor and glory to the all-holy Trinity, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Peace and edification to the one only holy Catholic and apostolic Church of God. Amen. Remember, O Lord, those that brought unto these gifts, those on whose behalf they have been brought, and those by whom they have been brought. Give them all the heavenly reward. Alleluia, this is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, save us, O Lord, straighten our ways. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, blessed be God the Father, the Pantocrator. Blessed be his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete. One is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed be the Lord God forever. Amen. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Laud him, all you peoples. For his mercy has been strengthened toward us, and the truth of the Lord abides forever. Amen. To the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Alleluia. Let us pray, Father, bless. Stand up for 
give thanks to the beneficent and merciful God, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, for he has covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to himself, spared us, supported us, and has brought us to this hour. Let us also ask him, the Lord our God, the Pantocrator, to guard us in all peace this holy day and all the days of our life. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. Oh, Master, Lord God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord, God and Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you. For everything concerning everything and in everything. For you have covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to yourself, spared us, supported us, and have brought us to this hour. Pray that God have mercy and compassion on us, hear us, help us, and accept the supplications and prayers of his saints for that which is good on our behalf at all times and make us worthy to partake of the communion of his holy and blessed mysteries for the remission of our sins. Lord, have mercy. Therefore, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind, Grant us to complete this holy day and all the days of our life in all peace with your fear, all envy, all temptation, all the work of Satan, the counsel of wicked men, and the rising up of enemies hidden and manifest. Take them away from us and from all your people and from this priestly table and from this holy place that is yours with those things which are good and profitable do provide for us for it is you who have given us the authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and upon all the power of the enemy servants, the ministers of this day, the priests, the deacons, the clergy, and all the people in my weak self be absolved from the mouth of the all-holy trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
and from the mouth of the one only Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church, and from the mouth of the Twelve Apostles, from the mouth of the Beholder of God, the Evangelist, Saint Mark, the Holy Apostle and Martyr, the Patriarch, Saint Severus, our Teacher, the Ascorius, Saint Athanasius, the Apostolic, Saint Peter, the Holy Martyr and High Priest, Saint John Chrysostom, Saint Cyril, Saint Basil, Saint Gregory, and from the mouths of the 318 assembled at Nicaea, the 150 at Constantinople, the 200 at Ephesus, and from the mouth of our honor, Father, the High Priest, Pope Abba Tuadus II, and from the mouth of his pardon, the Apostolic Liturgy, our Father, the Metropolitan, Abba Sarabion, and from my own mouth, being the least, for blessed and full of glory is your holy name, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, both now and ever, unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Saved amen, and with your the forgiveness of our sins through the prayers of the blessed Savior. 
servant of our Lord Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, appointed to the gospel of God, a chapter from the epistle of our teacher, Paul, to the Romans. His blessings be upon us. Amen. Now to him who works the wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. But to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness, just as David also describes the blessedness of the man to whom God imputes righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord shall not impute sin. Does this blessedness then come, up, come upon the, uh, the circumcised only or upon the uncircumcised also? For we say that faith was accounted to Abraham for righteousness. How then was it accounted? While he was circumcised, on, while he was circumcised or uncircumcised? Not while circumcised, but while uncircumcised. And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith, which he had while still uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all those who believe. Though they are uncircumcised, that righteousness might be imputed to them also. And the father of circumcision to those who not, to those who not only are of the circumcision, but who also walk in the steps of the faith, which our father Abraham had while still uncircumcised. 
For the promise that he would be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if those who are of the law are heirs, faith is made void and the promise, the promise made of no effect, because the law brings about wrath. For where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be according, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all, as it is written, I have, I have made you a father of many nations, in the presence of him whom he believed, even God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they, as though they did, who, contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be, and not... Not being weakened in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, already dead since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was able to perform. And therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but also for us. It shall be imputed to us who believe in him, who raised up Jesus, our Lord, from the dead. The grace of God the Father be with you all. Amen. The epistle for the first epistle of our teacher, St. John, may his blessing be upon us all. Amen. My beloved, brethren, I write no new commandment to you, but an old commandment which you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you heard from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write to you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in darkness until now. He who loves his brother abides in the light and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But he who hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and does not know where he's going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write to you, little children, because you have known the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong, and in the word of God abides in you, and you have to overcome the wicked one. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the, love, the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world, and in the world is passing away and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Do not love the world nor the things in the world. The world shall pass away, and all his desire, but he who does the will of God shall abide forever.
of our fathers, the apostles, their holy blessings be with us all, amen. This Moses, Moses, whom they rejected, saying, who made you a ruler and a judge, is the one God sent to be a ruler and a deliverer by the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush? He brought them out after he had shown wonders and signs in the land of Egypt and in the Red Sea and in the wilderness 40 years. This is that Moses who said to the children of Israel, the Lord our God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Him you shall hear. This is he who has in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him on Mount Sinai and with our fathers, the one who received the living oracles to give to us, whom our fathers would not obey but rejected. And in their hearts they turned back to Egypt, saying to Aaron, Make us gods to go before us. As for this Moses who brought us out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what, was become, what has become of him. And they made a calf in those days, offered sacrifices to the idol, and rejoiced in the works of their own hand. Then God turned and gave them up to worship the host of heaven. As it is written in the book of the prophets, did you offer me slaughtered animals and sacrifices during 40 years in the wilderness, O house of Israel? Yes, you took up the tabernacle of Malok, and the star of your God, Remphan, images whom, which, you made, which you made to worship, and I will carry you away beyond Babylon. Our fathers had the tabernacle of witness in the wilderness as he appointed, instructed Moses to make it according to the pattern that he had said, which our fathers have received it in turn, also brought with Joshua into the land possessed by the Gentiles, whom God drove out before the face of our fathers until the days of David, who found favor before God and asked to find a dwelling for, the, for that God of Jacob. But Solomon built him a house. However, the Most High does not dwell in a temple made with hands, as the prophet says, heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. What house will you build for me? Ask the Lord, says the Lord, or what is the place of my rest? Has my hand not made all these things? The word of the Lord shall grow and multiply, be mighty, and be confirmed in the Holy, Ch Holy Church of God. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, I mean, today is the 19th day of the blessed month of Kiak. May the Lord end it for us in goodness and renew it for us in peace and tranquility. While our sins and iniquities are forgiven through the tender mercies of our Lord, O all my fathers and my brethren, Amen. On this day, St. John, the Bishop of El Borolos, departed. He came from a wealthy family and from a priestly ancestry. His parents were charitable and gave generously to the poor. When they died, St. John took the money they left and built a hostel for strangers. 
He gathered the sick, served them himself, and offered them whatever they needed. Once a monk visited him and saw his good deeds. He praised him and praised monasticism in his presence, showing him its honor. The saint was attracted to the monastic life, and he had a deep love in his heart for it. After the monk departed, the saint distributed his wealth among the poor and went to the wilderness of Shahit. He became a monk under the guidance of St. Daniel, the archpriest of the wilderness. St. John was known for his zeal for worship and for his great asceticism. He lived alone in a secluded building. Satan and his soldiers envied his good deeds, and they gathered against him and painfully beat him. He was sick for so many days, after which the Lord Christ healed him. He regained his strength and overcame the devil. God then called him to be a bishop over Barullus. At this time, there were some heresies, and he made a great effort to eradicate them and converted the heretics to the Orthodox faith. Also in his time, a monk from Upper Egypt claimed that he could reveal certain things which were imparted to him by the Archangel Michael, and he misled many by his deception. St. John saw that the monk's deeds were from the devil. He commanded that the monk be beaten until he confessed his sins, and he drove him out of the country. Another claimed that Habakkuk the prophet appeared and revealed hidden things to him, and as a result, he was followed by many. St. John drove him out of the country after he had exposed his deception. He also put an end to the use of several bad books. Every time the saint went up to the sanctuary, the sanctuary to serve the divine liturgy, his face and all his body were flushed red as though he came out of a fiery furnace, and his tears poured heavily on his cheeks, for he was beholding the heavenly hosts on the altar. Three times when he placed his finger in the chalice to make the sign of the cross during the fraction prayer, he found that the cup was as hot as fire. Furthermore, in his days, some infidels were partaking of the holy mysteries without having fasted. The saint rebuked them, but since they did not hearken to him, he excommunicated them and forbade them from fellowship of the church. When they disobeyed his order, he entreated God, so fire came down from heaven, and the fire burnt their leader. Fear fell upon the rest, and they repented. When the Lord wanted to repose him from the toil of this world, he sent to him St. Anthony and St. Macarius to tell him of the day of his departure. He called his people and commended them, then departed in peace. His prayers be with us, and glory be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Holy God, holy mighty, holy who was born of a virgin, Christ our God, who said to us, sing the honored disciples and holy apostles, many prophets and righteous men have desired to see the things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. But as for you, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. May we be worthy to hear and act according to your holy gospels. 
through the prayers of your saints. Lord, have mercy. Remember also our Master, all those who have bidden us to remember them in our supplications and prayers, which we offer up unto you, O Lord, our God. Those already fallen asleep, repose them. Those who are sick, heal them. For you are the life of us all, the salvation of us all, the hope of us all, the healing of us all, and the resurrection of us all. together righteousness and peace have kissed each other truth has sprung out of the earth and righteousness has looked down from heaven comes in the name of the Lord of hosts. Bless the Lord, a reading from the gospel according to our teacher, St. Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. O Lord. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste to a city of Judah and entered the house of Zacharias and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, for he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with, with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. <clears throat> he has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. 
as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. Glory be to God forever. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. Today is the third Sunday of the month of Kiach, and it's also the last Sunday before the new year. And when we approach the new year, we, we strive to make some big changes in our lives, and they tend to stick around maybe for a couple weeks, and then we go back to our, our normal selves. Um, but what, it, what, we are, what we strive for is to prepare ourselves for something different. And so maybe when we are striving to make a change for the new year, <clears throat> it's not a sustainable change because we haven't really prepared ourselves. Right? If I'm going to start a diet, but then I still have a bunch of ice cream in my freezer, most likely I'm not going to be successful. But if I am prepared, then maybe my new way will be successful. Uh, and during this month, during the Advent fast, many changes are happening. And they occur by what the main theme of today's gospel is, which is visitation. So preparation, our preparation, is, is made, is fulfilled and is made perfect by the by the theme of today's gospel, which is visitation. And if we look to not just today's gospel, but um, if we look to all of the readings during the Advent fast, we find many visitations that have occurred. Yes, this is maybe called the week of the visitation of Mary to Elizabeth, but we find many visitations that happen. If we think back when Gabriel visits uh, Elizabeth, and sorry, Gabriel visits Zacharias, and then Gabriel visits St. Mary. And the community, they visit Zacharias and Elizabeth when, uh, when John is born. Mary visits Elizabeth. John the Baptist visits Elizabeth. And we'll, we'll, we'll reflect a little bit on that in, in a little bit. The Son of God visits Elizabeth, John, and Mary. And the Holy Spirit visits Elizabeth, John, and Mary. And so Advent is focused on visitations. And of course, all these visitations which, which lead us or help us to prepare for something much greater. And so of course we know that the great visitation that, that everyone is in anticipation of is the great visitation of our Lord on the Feast of Nativity. <clears throat> and so our lives are filled with visitations. And some may be more grand than other visitations, even as, as I had mentioned before. But no visitation happened within the economy of preparing for the incarnation that was considered unnecessary or insignificant. So all of the visitations that, that, we, that we just mentioned, none of them are considered insignificant, and yet not all of them, on the surface, seem like they are 
of divine work. But all visitations that, uh, that lead to many of the characteristics that we find from today's gospel that we'll reflect on are significant because behind every visitation is the Lord Himself. Behind every visitation is the Lord Himself. Um, <clears throat> we can look at the scripture to, to see where the presence of the Lord is. When Gabriel visited Zacharias, when Gabriel visited Zacharias, we read, and the angel answered and said to him, this was after Zacharias doubted the angel, and he said, I am Gabriel who stands where? In the presence of God. I am Gabriel who stands now in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you. And then when Gabriel visits Mary, we read, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a virgin. And the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. When the community, they got together and to uh, visit Zacharias and Elizabeth, we read, When her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy to her, they rejoiced with her. So the gathering, the visitation of the people to Elizabeth was because they knew that the Lord had mercy on her. And when Mary visits Elizabeth, we read, Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste. St. Mary, sometimes I wonder if she, if there was a, she felt deprived after she was, she was consecrated and serving in the temple. And now this was like an opportunity in which she's, she's able to serve in, in such a way again. And so she goes with haste to find a way in order to serve. Again, another, another visitation in which the Lord himself is behind it in order to support Mary, Elizabeth and Zacharias. And John the Baptist visits Elizabeth. If we, if we remember when the angel spoke to Elizabeth, he said and you're, that, that John will receive, he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from the time of being in the mother, his mother's womb. And of course, John responded immediately to the blessing of Jesus, that when Jesus came, and this again speaks about the physical presence of the Lord, that when he came to bless St. John, that St. John responded by leaping. And not just that, but when he was filled with the Holy Spirit, with the presence, at the presence of Christ, that he actually began his ministry right away. How? That he prophesied through the mouth of his own mother. Elizabeth wasn't the one that was, that was to be the one to pave the way for Christ. It was John. And he began his ministry by even using his mother as a tool, as a vessel to prophesy to do his own work. And then the Son of God visits Elizabeth, John, and Mary. And of course, the Holy Spirit as well. Elizabeth, when the Holy Spirit gives her the effects of her son's calling to use her as an instrument to prophesy, the Holy Spirit comes upon John, as we, as we mentioned, that the angel said that he would receive the Holy Spirit in his mother's womb, and of course Mary when she conceived the Lord, and the angel said, and the Lord and the Holy Spirit will come upon you. So just in a matter of days or months, 
we encounter uh, so many visitations of God to his people. Visitations of God. Not just visitations as we understand them or as we see them in which there is this human interaction or this human, like a sweet gesture. But no, this is the presence of God that comes and visits all of the people that in the, in, in the theme or in the Gospels of the Advent fast. So sometimes we have to ask ourselves, how many times am I visited by the Lord? How many times am I visited by the Lord? How many times are we inspired to be a vessel of God in order for God to visit His people? The Lord uses everyone. He uses, and we see it even in the Gospels in which He uses Zacharias the priest. And then, but He still uses the, the people of the community to be the presence of God in the life of others. And so, I want to reflect on a couple of uh, lordly visits that maybe we can expect to receive and, to, and hope to give. And the first is uh, the physical visitation, which we saw in examples like when Archangel appeared, came to Zacharias and Mary, when Mary went to Elizabeth. So there's, there's a physical presence or a physical visitation. And we know that certainly the Lord could have blessed John the Baptist from anywhere. He didn't need to be within like a three-foot proximity in order for the blessing to happen for John. But there was a need for a physical visitation. And of course, this is probably the most challenging, the most challenging uh, way of, uh, of being in the presence of God because of the world that we live in, in which we communicate majority by text. And we've lost physical visitation. But Christ, he found a way in which he visits us where uh, there is no, there is no like, possibility of convenience. That when we partake of the Eucharist, the ultimate visitation, that it has to be in, in his presence. It has to be physical. I, I think I heard recently that there's, maybe in the last couple of years, that now they have like the Eucharist like in these prepackaged, and they, they ship it. So if you want to take communion, then you can just order it. But I assure you, it is not the body and the blood of Christ. And people now, we can stream the liturgy, no problem. We can listen to the Word of God on podcasts, no problem. But to partake of the divine food, to partake of His and to, and to be in His presence is something that we must, uh, we must visit. There must be a physical visitation. Everything we find in God's intimate ways with humanity, He does in a physical way. Like with when He created Adam, He created, He took what? He took dust. He didn't just, and Adam come about. He took dust, He breathed, Onto this dust, he gave him life, and he made Eve from the rib of Adam, all physical, physical materials. And even in the church, we use physical uh, blessings. We use the bread and the wine to become the body and the blood. 
we anoint people with oil, we throw water on people, we baptize people in water, there is the, there's the act of breathing, all that were administered by the Lord Himself, and all of these are blessing, all of these blessings and these sacraments are a real visit of the Lord to us, a real visit. Even if by appearance it doesn't seem so, because just because something doesn't look the way that I expect it doesn't mean that their presence or the presence of, of that which I'm being promised uh, isn't real. If we remember when uh, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and she saw Jesus and she, missed, she took him for the gardener. She thought that, that he was the gardener. And so when she looked at this person, this person seemed unfamiliar, even though, of course, she knew who Jesus Christ was. And so when he spoke, then she knew him. When he spoke, then she knew him. The physical blessings that, that God visits us with by appearance doesn't have to be something that is familiar to us. But when we, when we have a relationship with the physical presence of God through the sacraments and through all the blessings, then we will know him. But without without accepting that something doesn't have to look, without accepting that, that uh, something has to be familiar to me, I can't feel the presence of the Lord. And so maybe this year this is something that we can strive for, this physical visitation in which maybe I can visit my own family members or maybe I can visit those who are uh, ill or... Um, visiting even my own family in the sense that we're, we're consumed by many activities and work and obligations, that maybe we, one of the physical visitations we need is to be with our children, to be with our spouses, to be with our families. So physical visitations as we know, are the most inconvenient of the visitations, the most awkward sometimes. You know, maybe on like the wedding day, there's like uh, the anointing the bride and groom with oil and the oil is just like dripping down their face, right? There's an awkward. <laughs> but there, there's, uh, so it may seem awkward, it may seem inconvenient, it may seem time consuming, but they are essential in encountering a presence of God that cannot be done in any other way. The other visitation that occurs is the prophetic visitation. And prophecy or, prophet, prophecy or this prophetic visitation isn't always about a knowledge that is unknown or a knowledge that has now been discovered in my life. But prophecy can be a reminder of a knowledge that we forget or a knowledge that we seek to maybe sometimes brush under the rug. And we know examples like, for example, when David, the prophet, he sinned and he uh, was trying to take Bathsheba as his wife and set up her husband to die so that he may take her. He knew that he sinned. He knew in his heart that he sinned but tried 
brushing it under the rug. And of, and of course, Nathan, who was a prophet, told David, you have sinned against the Lord. He told him everything that he did. And he said, and you have sinned against the Lord. And David's response was that I have sinned against the Lord, seeking forgiveness and repentance. So this prophetic visitation of God to David wasn't because David didn't know something. It was that David needed to be faced with the reality of his sin, the reality of the offense that he made as, as a prophet and as an anointed one that he did against the Lord. And so in the context of the Advent season, we find many prophecies that are being proclaimed. Elizabeth, through the gift of her son. Mary prophesies. Uh, Zacharias. The Gospels in this Advent season are filled with prophecies. And all of these prophecies are prophetic, visitation, prophetic visitations of our Lord to all of us and to those who he spoke directly to. And again, they are, in this case, they are reminders because we receive prophecies of who the Messiah is, of who the Lord is to come. But it was this constant reminder of the, of the love of God, of his forgiveness, of what he will be to the world, of, his, of the economy of his salvation. Sometimes and sometimes when we speak about like the, you know, maybe some of the differences between uh, like an Orthodox church and maybe more modern, modern Christianity that, well, I, every time I go to the liturgy, the words are the same. The liturgy is the same. Or, okay, like midnight praises, it's the same words every week. Or why do we pray the Psalms? Why am I going to pray the Psalms? I'm just repeating the Psalms or the Jesus prayer, this constant repetition. And we don't repeat them because we don't have anything else to say. We don't repeat them because we're just trying to add a bunch of words so that we can burden the people as much as possible. But we're participating in the proclamation of truth that is revealed to us by Christ and all the prophets reminding ourselves of his economy of salvation, his forgiveness, his love. I don't think that we can say that every time we come to the liturgy, that even if one is 20, 30, 60, 80 years old, that they come to the liturgy and can't find something new, or can't, that something new isn't revealed to them, or they don't experience uh, a different spiritual benefit or edification. I think that we find that even with having the same words, these constant prophetic visitations that we constantly, that the Holy Spirit can give us something new because the Holy Spirit can reveal to us that which is infinite. So can it be enough? Because I can imagine that um, if it is easy to just tell myself that God uh, is love, and that he loves me, that that is enough. But even for me, if that were true, if it were that easy, that if it were enough, then I wouldn't be struggling with the things that I struggle with today. But praises, the Eucharist, 
confession, all the works in which Jesus gave us, all our prophetic vo uh, voices, prophetic visitations, reminders of his desire to be united with us. Just like when we deal with our own families, we may say to our spouse or our, love or our children, we say, I love you, but do we just say it once? I mean, maybe in some cases that's true, but that's not the right thing to do. But it's, we, say it, we say it multiple times because it's a prophetic visitation, a prophetic visitation that it's a reminder of the truth, whether I love you or I care about you. And we saw that, um, that these visitations happened again with John who prophesied through the mouth of his mother, reminding her that he is not hers that he is not hers. And this was the vow that she took, that if she were to bear a child, that he would be for the Lord. And so ways that the Lord visits us, visits us through this prophetic visitation is through Scripture, the Holy Spirit through repentance. Again, with David and with, with even St. Mary, who said, I rejoice in the Lord God, my Savior, who sees herself as... As, as a repentant person who sees, and the prophecy is for all those who are around to, to feel convicted to make this change or to prepare themselves through these visitations. And we find that the results of these visitations, these prophetic visitations, they offer us consolation of the Lord's economy of salvation. They offer repentance they offer enlightenment, knowledge of truth, and it offers us a strengthened faith. And so these lordly visits are what prepares us to receive the grand visit by the glorified Christ. Mary, Elizabeth, Zacharias, and John, they all participated in receiving and giving these holy visits that prepared them for the grand visit of which we of which we hope to celebrate, which is, which, is the coming of the, which is the coming of Christ, the incarnation of our Lord. And so it's important for us to have this preparation, to, have, to be prepared, to see these visits, to, to, that when these visits occur, that we find them as the actual presence of the Lord. And the truth is, is that when I, when I start the new year, and say I'm going to start a, start a diet, if, if, if I'm not prepared, I'm just never going to lose weight. It's just not going to happen. There won't be, if it's year after year, there, may, there probably won't be a day when it's like, okay, I'm, I'm officially done, I'm, I'm doing this. The same thing with our spiritual life is that we have to constantly prepare ourselves by, by living through these visitations. If I can't praise God now, if I can't praise God now, then I, may not, I probably won't want to later. If I don't like people now, I probably won't like the saints later in heaven. If I can't like people, God's creation, then how can I fit in the kingdom of heaven? If I want to be a two percenter now, then I'll be content with the same later. That's how we operate. But the life 
the life that we, um, that we live according within these holy visits, then we become harmonious with the heavenly congregation. We become part of the congregation here on earth. There's a story of a man who departed from this world. He was in the hospital and, and, uh, and he departed and his soul began to ascend to the glory of God's light. And he says that with authority and without wrath, he heard a voice from above saying, not ready, not ready. And so when the angels were processing him, they turned back around and started to descend, which was probably a very scary feeling with this man. But what's surprising is that he, he doesn't focus on, he doesn't focus on, oh my goodness, like God just like kicked me out or like I don't know where I'm going or what's happening. But he was focused on something else. He's, he's, he was speaking about this phenomenon in which everything in that world, each particle of dust, each slightest atom, responded to these words with their accord, as though a multi-million echo repeated them in a tongue unable to perceive by hearing, but perceived and understood by the heart and mind, expressing its unison with the decision so decreed. And in this unity of will, there was such a wonderful harmony, and in this harmony so much inexpressible, exalted happiness, before which all our earthly charms and raptures appeared like a gloomy day without sunlight. And so his guardian angel then brings him back to the hospital where the angel then points to the body, to his body and says, uh, sorry, before he says, have you heard the decision of God? Have you heard the decision of God? And of course he's asking, because voices in heaven are moved through the heart. Voices of heaven are moved through the heart, not by the ear. And so he wanted to make sure that the voice of God, that the presence of God, that the will of God visited him. Because again, it can't be heard. Maybe, maybe I, can, I can hear things in, around me. I can catch something that I wasn't supposed to hear, but I heard because I have ears. But with God, our hearts have to be able to hear. God speaks to us through the heart. And even in heaven, when he spoke to this man, it was by heart, not by ear. And so the angel is asking, did you hear the decision of God? Meaning, meaning was your heart prepared to be visited by the Lord? And so the angel points to the body of the man and he says, enter and prepare yourself. Enter and prepare yourself. And then the angel became invisible. So this man, he didn't see heaven. He just saw the light and he heard the voice of God, which visited his heart. And he knew that when he, when he was that short period of time, what he cared about is that he wanted to be in unison with the heavenly congregation. That the harmony that was in the heavens, 
all by their own accord, all by their own will, were in complete unison. Even, he says, every atom in that place, every particle of dust was in harmony with the Lord. And so this is all he knew he wanted to do. So this man eventually became a monk after he came back. But this is what this man sought after. We don't have to be monks in order to, uh, in order to prepare ourselves and to be visited by the Lord, of course. But is there anything that we actually could want other than this harmony with the heavens? Is there anything in this world that could be of more value or more precious than to have this unity or this unison with the heavenly congregation, to have this unison, to be part of the, even the, every atom in which we participate and, and our will is participates with the Lord? Could anything come in between? He says, everything seemed like a gloomy day. Everything else compared to what, in, compared to that desire, was like a gloomy day. And so, maybe this year, this is how we can start, which is to seek God's visit, to seek Christ's visit, to seek the visitation of the, God's presence through, in many ways, to open our hearts, which results in, because all visitations, don't, they don't need to be, uh, they don't need to be conclude in happiness. That isn't what, what was always happening. But am I convicted to repent? Am I, uh, am I, do I find peace and joy in, my tri in, in the midst of tribulation? Am I struggling that I might reject my care for the world and care for being in unity and unison with the heavens? Maybe this is how we can, the goal that we can have for this year. And Jesus, he always visits us at the right times. Jesus, in his wisdom, can't visit us uh, at the times in which we are too weak to be paying attention. And plus, he's always visiting us. But he always comes and visits, visits us at the right time. Mary visited Elizabeth, which also was the visit of Jesus Christ to bless John the Baptist. And Jesus he visited John when he was six months in the womb. And six months, a six-month-old in the womb is, is when the baby begins to open his eyes. So Christ came at the perfect time to bless him when his eyes were opened. So his response that because his eyes were opened, and I mean that in a, in a metaphorically, that when his eyes were opened, that his visit, uh, John responded with a leap of joy. He responded with a leap of joy. Blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. We say this before every gospel reading. Blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. Our eyes, our eyes are open because we're given the grace in order to receive. But our will has to desire to be visited by Christ. 
As we stand before him, our eyes are opened and we simply have to respond. Rejoice in his visits because they are the means of harmony with the heavenly and hope in Christ. To him be the glory both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. We exalt you worthily with Elizabeth, your cousin, saying, Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, therefore we glorify you as the mother of God at all times. Ask the Lord on our behalf that he may forgive us our sins. Blessed be the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, the perfect Trinity. We worship him and glorify him. And the wisdom of God, let us attend. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, truly. We believe in one God, God the Father, the Pantocrator, creator of heaven and earth and of all things seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all ages. Light of light, true God of true God, begotten, not created, of an essence with the Father, by whom all things are made who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and of the Virgin Mary, and became man, and he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate, suffered and was buried, and on the third day he rose from the dead according to the scriptures, ascended into the heavens, he sits with the right hand of his Father, and he is coming again in his glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. Yes, who believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, who the Father and Son is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets, and in one holy Catholic apostolic church, we confess some baptism and information of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. Amen. And with your spirit, the great eternal, who formed man in incorruption. And that which entered into the world through the envy of the devil, you have destroyed by the life-giving manifestation of your only begotten Son, our Lord, God, and Savior, Jesus Christ. You have filled the earth with the heavenly peace, by which the hosts of angels glorify you, saying, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, and goodwill towards men. Pray for perfect peace, love, and the holy apostolic greeting. Lord, have mercy.
Cleanse us from all blemish, all guile, all hypocrisy, all craftiness in the remembrance of vice, bearing death, and make us all worthy of our master to greet one another with a holy kiss, that without casting us into condemnation we may partake of your immortal and heavenly gift in Christ Jesus. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Lord of mercy, Lord of mercy, Lord of mercy, Lord who are Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Hear us and have mercy upon us. Offer in order, stand with trembling. Look toward the east, let us attend. Through the intercessions of the Theotokos, Mary, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. We worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, for you have come and saved us. A mercy of peace, a sacrifice, a upon the lowly who has created the heaven the earth the sea and all that is therein the father of our lord god and savior jesus christ by whom you have created all things visible and invisible who is seated upon the throne of his glory and who is worshiped by all the holy powers. You were seated, stand. stand. The angels, the archangels, the principalities, the authorities, the thrones, the dominions, and the powers. Look toward the east. You are Stand the cherubim full of eyes and the seraphim with six wings 
praising continuously without ceasing, saying, Let us attend the cherubim worship you, and the seraphim glorify you, proclaiming and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your holy formed us, created us, and placed us in the paradise of joy. When we disobeyed your commandment by the deceit of the serpent, we fell from eternal life and were exiled from the paradise of joy. You have not abandoned us to the end but have always visited us through your holy prophets. And in the last days you manifested yourself to us who are sitting in darkness and the shadow of death through your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who of the Holy Spirit and of the Holy Virgin Mary. Amen. And taught us the ways of salvation. He granted us the birth from on high through water and spirit. He made us unto himself an assembled people and sanctified us by your Holy Spirit. He loved his own who are in the world and as a ransom on our behalf gave himself up unto death, which reigned over us, whereby we were bound and sold on account of our sins. He descended into Hades through the cross. Amen. dead on the third day. He ascended into the heavens and sat at your right hand. O Father, he has appointed a day for recompense 
on which you will appear to judge the world in righteousness and give each one according to his deeds. According to your mercy, O Lord, and not according to our sins. He instituted for us this great mercy of godliness for being determined to give himself up to death for the life of the world. We took bread into his holy hands, which are without spot or blemish, blessed and life-giving. We believe that this is true. toward heaven to you, God, who is Father and Master of everyone, and when he had given thanks, Amen. he blessed it, Amen. he sanctified it. saintly disciples and holy apostles saying take eat of it all of you for this is my body which is broken for you and for many to be given for the remission of sins this do in remembrance of me this is true amen Likewise, also the cup after supper, he makes it with wine and water, and when he had given thanks, Amen. he blessed it, Amen. he sanctified it. Amen. Again, we And we glorify. He tasted and gave it also to the unsaintly disciples and holy apostles, saying, Take drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many to be given for the remission of sins this do oh, in remembrance of
this is also true. Amen. For every time you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim my death, confess my resurrection, and remember me till I come. Amen, 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 your death, O Lord, we proclaim your holy resurrection and ascension into the heavens we confess we praise you we bless you we thank you O lord and we entreat you O commemorate his holy passion his resurrection from the dead his ascension into the heavens is sitting at your right hand O father and his second coming from the heavens awesome and full of glory we offer unto you your gifts from what is yours for everything Concerning everything and in everything. Worship God in fear and trembling. We praise you, we bless you, we serve you, we worship you. I believe, amen. And this cup also doth have his blood of his new covenant. Again I believe, amen. Of sins and eternal life to those who partake of him. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Make us all worthy, our master, to partake of your holy son to the purification of our souls, bodies, and spirits, that we may become one body and one spirit and may have a shared inheritance with all the saints who have pleased you since the beginning. Remember, O Lord, the peace of your one only holy Catholic and apostolic church. Lord, have mercy. This 
grace which you have acquired to yourself with the precious blood of your Christ, keep her in peace with all the Orthodox bishops who are in her foremost. Remember, O Lord, our blessed and honored Father, the Archbishop, our Patriarch, Abba Thuadros II, and his spiritual brethren, the Patriarch of Antioch, Mar Ignatius Ephraim II, and the Patriarch of Eritrea, Bun Antonios, and their partner in the apostolic leader, your father, the Metropolitan Abbasid Apuor. Lord, have mercy. And those who rightly handle the word of truth with them, grant them unto your holy church, your shepherd, your flock, in peace. Remember, O Lord, the Orthodox Hegumen's priests and deacons. Lord, have mercy. The servants and all who are in virginity and the purity of all your faithful people. Remember, O Lord, have mercy upon us. All. Have mercy upon us, O God, the Father, the Panto, salvation of this your holy place and every place and every monastery of our orthodox father lord have mercy and those who dwell therein in god's faith gracious ye accord o lord to bless the air of heaven the fruits of the earth the waters of the rivers the seeds the herbs and the plants of the field this Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Praise unto the measure according to your grace. Give joy to the face of the earth. May its furrows be abundantly watered and its fruits be plentiful. Prepare it for sowing and harvesting. Manage our lives as deemed fit. Bless the crown of the year with your goodness for the sake of the poor of your people, the widow, the orphan, the traveler, the stranger, and for the sake of us all who entreat you and seek your holy name. For the eyes of everyone wait upon you, for you give them their food in due season. Deal with us according to your goodness, O you who gives food to all flesh. Fill our hearts with joy and gladness that we too having sufficiency in everything always may abound in every good deed. Lord, have mercy. Remember, O Lord, those who have brought to you these gifts, those on whose behalf they have been brought, and those by whom they have been brought. Give them all the heavenly Pray for these holy, precious gifts, our sacrifices, and those who pray in them. Lord, have mercy. As this, O Lord, is a command of your only begotten Son, that we share in the commemoration of your saints. Gracious ye accord, O Lord, to remember all the saints who have pleased you since the beginning. 
our holy fathers, the patriarchs, the prophets, the apostles, the preachers, the evangelists, the martyrs, the confessors, and all the spirits of the righteous perfected in the faith. Most of all, the pure, full of glory, ever virgin, the holy Theotokos, Saint Mary, who truly gave birth to God, the Logos, and St. John, the forerunner, Baptist, and martyr, St. Stephen, the archdeacon, and photomartyr, the beholder of God, the evangelist, St. Mark, the holy apostle, and martyr, the patriarch, St. Severus, our teacher, the discourse, St. Athanasius, the apostolic, St. Peter, the holy martyr, and high priest, St. John Chrysostom, St. Theodosius, St. Theophilus, St. Demetrius, St. Cyril, St. Basil, St. Gregory, the theologian, St. Gregory, the wonder worker, and St. Gregory, the Armenian. The 318 assembled at Nicaea, the 150 at Constantinople, the 200 at Ephesus. Our righteous Father, the great Abba Anthony, the righteous Abba Paul, the three saints, Abba Macari, and all their children. The cross bearers, our Father, Abba John, the Hegemon, our righteous Father, Abba Bishoy, the perfect man, the beloved of our good Savior. Our Father, Abba Paul of Tamun, Ezekiel, his disciple, my lords, the Roman fathers, Saints Maximus and Domitius, the 49 martyrs, the elders of Shehit, the strong Saint Abba Moses, John Cami, the priest, our father, Abba Daniel, the Hegman, our father, Abba Isidore, the priest, our father, Abba Bahom of the Canonian Theodore's disciple, our father, Abba Shruti, the Archimandrite, and Abba Wisa, his disciple, our father, Abba Abraham, the Bishop of Fayum, and our father, the great Saint Pope Abba Kirillus, the sixth, and all the choir of your saints, through whose prayers and supplications, have mercy on us all and save us for the sake of your holy name, which is called upon us. Let those who read recite the names of our Holy Fathers, the patriarchs who have fallen asleep will Lord repose their souls and forgive us our sins. May their holy blessings be The others, 
those of the faithful whom we have remembered, and those of the Orthodox whom we have not remembered, them and all of us, as the good one and lover of mankind, O God. Lose, remit, and forgive us, O God, our iniquities which we have committed willingly and which we have committed unwillingly, which we have committed knowingly and which we have committed unknowingly. The hidden and the manifest, O Lord, remit for desires not the death of the sinner, but rather that he returns and lives. Restore us, O God, to your salvation. Deal with us according to your goodness. O you who do more than we ask, or understand. Your great and holy name, 
may be glorified, blessed, and exalted, and everything honored and blessed with your good Father and the Holy Spirit. Peace be with from sin, who through the multitude of his mercies has loosed the enmity of mankind, the only begotten of his Father, O Lord, bless us. Sanctify. 
and holy apostles at that time now also give to us and to all your people O our master the bandukra toward the lord our god we worship your holy Containable, immutable, and immeasurable, who sent his true light, his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, the eternal Logo. fatherly bosom at all times has come down and dwelt in the undefiled virginal womb. She, being a virgin, gave birth to him and her virginity.
to the weak and sinful. Make us worthy with them, O our good Master and lover of mankind, that with a pure heart we may praise you with him and the Holy Spirit, the co-essential Holy Trinity, and raise our eyes toward you, O Holy Father, who is in the heavens and say, Our Father. Who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but the worst and evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. In Christ Jesus our Lord, bow your heads to the Lord. Before all you, oh Lord, let us attend in the fear of God. Peace be with all and with your spirit. I believe, O Lord, and I confess that you are truly the Christ, the Son of the living God, who came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Moreover, I believe that this is truly your own pure body and that this is truly your own precious blood. Wherefore, I pray you, have mercy on me and forgive my transgressions, voluntary and involuntary, in word and in deed, in knowledge and in ignorance and make me Lord to partake without condemnation of your immaculate mysteries unto remission of sins. O Son of God, receive me today as a communicant. I will not reveal your mystery to your enemies, nor will I give you a kiss as to Judas. But like the thief do I confess you. Remember me, O Lord, in your kingdom. May the communion of your holy mysteries be unto me, not for judgment nor condemnation, but for the healing of soul and body. Amen.
Remember, O Lord, our assemblies, bless them. Saved and mean and with your spirit and the fear of God, let us attend. Amen. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. The Holy is for the Holy, blessed be the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The sanctification is by the Holy Spirit. Amen. One is the Holy Father, one is the Holy Son, one is the Holy Spirit. Ah, ah, amen. Peace be with all and with your spirit. The holy body and the precious true blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of our God. Amen. Amen. The holy precious body and the true blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of our God. Amen. Amen. The body and the blood of Emmanuel, our God, this is true. Amen. Amen. I believe. Amen. 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 I believe. I believe. I believe. And confess the last breath of this is life-giving flesh that your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, took from Our Lady, the Lady of us all, the Holy Theotoko, Saint Mary, made it one with His divinity, without mingling, without confusion, and without alteration. He confessed a good confession before Pontius Pilate. He gave it up for us upon the holy wood of the cross, of His own will for us all. Truly, I believe that His divinity parted not from His humanity for a single moment, nor a twinkling of an eye, and given for us for salvation, remission of sins, and eternal life. To those who partake of him, I believe, I believe, I believe that this is true. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I believe, I believe. I believe that this is true. Amen. Pray for us and for all Christians who do to us concerning them. Remember us in the house of the Lord. The peace, Allah, Jesus Christ, be with you. Let us sing Alleluia. Pray for the worthy partaking of the Immaculate and Heavenly Holy Mysteries. Lord,
praise Him in the firmament of His power. Alleluia. The begotten of the Father, before all ages, praise Him for His mighty act. Alleluia. Begotten of the Father, before all ages, praise Him according to the multitudes of His greatness. Alleluia. The begotten of the Father, before all ages, praise Him with the sound of trumpet, Alleluia, Alleluia, the begotten of the Father, before all ages, praise Him with sultry and heart, Alleluia, Alleluia, the begotten of the Father, Hallelujah. 
Blessed is the bride of the human race. Through your Son, blessed and fair Mary, we were freed from slavery. God has filled you with eternal grace. Blessed is the bride of the human race. That was said has been fulfilled, the proclamations and the prophecies about the birth of Emmanuel. Blessed is the bride of the human race. Gabriel the messenger came to you with the incarnation of the word. The Lord will dwell in your holy womb. Blessed is the pride of the human race, the burning bush seen by Moses, the prophet in the wilderness. The fire inside it was a flame, but never consumed or injured it. The same with the Theotokos, Mary carried the fire of divinity. Nine months in her holy body, without blemishing her birth. His Holy Spirit came upon you and took from you humanity. A true human you did carry. Blessed is the pride of the human race. That amen his children and cured them from the serpent's venom and returned them to paradise. Blessed is the pride of the human race. David, your father, spoke of you and prophesied about this birth. The God of gods became your son. Blessed is 
You became a mother to your Creator for the salvation of mankind. He came and dwelt in your womb, and your virginity is ever sealed, the burning bush seen by Moses, the prophet in the wilderness. The fire inside it was a flame, but never consumed or injured it. The same with the Theotokos Mary, carried the fire of divinity. Nine months in her holy body, Blemishing her virginity, the Lord of glory chose your beauty and adorned you with his divinity and took from you humanity. Blessed is the pride of the human race, a plant sprouting without seed. He appeared without watering in a pure and undefiled field. Blessed is the pride of the human race. The righteous fathers did call you the second heaven on earth. The almighty Lord dwelt in you. Ezekiel witnessed and spoke of you in the seesaw door. In it entered her Creator, and the door was tightly shut. The burning bush seen by Moses, the prophet in the wilderness. The fire inside it was a flame, but never consumed or injured it. The same with the Theotokos Mary, carried the fire of divinity. Nine months in her holy body, without blemishing her virginity. Zephaniah explained in words about the dispensation of the divine. He'll descend as a rain with a cloud of the human race. Daniel saw a throne and around it hosts of light. And upon it sat the holy king. Blessed is the pride of the human race. He bowed the heavens and descended and united with humanity while still in the bosom of the Father. Blessed is the pride of the human race. Wonders appeared which we have seen in the books of the Christian Church. 
The chaste virgin carried her maker while her virginity was sealed. The burning bush seen by Moses, the prophet in the wilderness. The fire inside it was a flame, but never consumed or injured it the same. Theotokos Mary carried the fire of divinity. Nine months in her holy body, without blemishing her virginity, you have superseded all orders in all the exalted ranks. And the soldiers of angels, blessed is the pride of the human race, the forgiver of his people's sins, the bestower of every blessed gift. He took the form of a servant and loved it, blessed is the pride of the human race. Exceeded all the universe, the orders, and all the soldiers, the righteous and the upright. Blessed is the pride of the human race. Declare, my brethren, blessed is she, O our Lady Saint Mary before whom she carried in her womb through her prayers and intercessions the burning bush by Moses, the prophet in the wilderness. The fire inside it was a flame, but never consumed or injured it the same. Theotokos Mary, carry the fire of divinity, nine months in her holy body, without blemishing her virginity. You, the Lord of glory, who took the form of mankind, your liking to the Father's throne. Blessed is the pride of the human race. He took from you the humanity, united with the divinity. You carried one of the Trinity. Blessed is the pride of the human race. No one obtained what you received, O Mary, from among all generations, among all peoples and nations. Blessed is the pride of the human race. We all say, Blessed is she, and chant by day and by night. Unto him who chose her beauty for the dwelling of the eternal word, the burning bush seen by Moses, the prophet in the wilderness, 
The fire inside it was a flame, but never consumed or injured it. The same with the Theotokos Mary, carried the fire of divinity. Find once in her holy body, blemishing her virginity. Seven times every day I will praise your name with all my heart, O God of everyone. I remembered your name and I was comforted. O King of the ages, God of all gods, Jesus Christ, our true God, the true one who came for our salvation and took flesh. He was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and of Mary, the Holy Bride. He changed our sorrow and all our troubles to joy for our hearts and total rejoicing. Let us worship him and sing to his mother Mary, the beautiful dove, and let us all proclaim of joy, saying, Hail to you, Mary, the mother of Emmanuel. Hail to you, Mary, the salvation of our Father, Adam. Hail to you, Mary, the mother of the refuge. Hail to you, Mary, the rejoicing of Eve. Hail to you, Mary, the joy of all generations. Hail to you, Mary, the joy of the righteous Abel. Hail to you, Mary, the true virgin. Hail to you, Mary, the salvation of Noah. Hail to you, Mary, the chaste Hail to you, O Mary, the grace of Abraham. Hail to you, O Mary, the unfading crown. Hail to you, O Mary, the redemption of St. Isaac. Hail to you, O Mary, the mother of the holy. Hail to you, O Mary, the rejoicing of Jacob. Hail to you, O Mary, myriads of myriads. Hail to you, O Mary, the pride of Judah. Hail to you, O Mary, the mother of the master. Hail to you, Mary, the preaching of Moses. Hail to you, Mary. The mother of the master, hail to you, Mary, the honor of Samuel. Hail to you, Mary, the pride of Israel. 
Hail to you, Mary, the steadfastness of Job, the righteous. Hail to you, Mary, the precious stone. Hail to you, Mary, the mother, the beloved. Hail to you, Mary, the daughter of King David. Hail to you, Mary, the friend of Solomon. Hail to you, Mary, the exaltation of the just. Hail to you, Mary, the salvation of Isaiah. Hail to you, Mary, the healing of Jeremiah. Hail to you, O Mary, the knowledge of Ezekiel. Hail to you, O Mary, the great. Hail to you, O Mary, the power of Elijah. Hail to you, O Mary, the grace of Elijah. Hail to you, Mary. The Mother of God, hail to you, Mary, the Mother of Jesus Christ, hail to you, Mary, the beautiful dove, hail to you, Mary, the Mother of the Son of God, hail to you, Mary, who was witnessed by all the prophets, and they said, Behold, God, the Word was incarnate of you in an indescribable unity. You are truly exalted more than the rock of Aaron. Oh, full of grace, what is the rock but Mary? For it is the symbol of her virginity. She conceived and gave birth without um to the Son of the Highest, the Word Himself. Through her prayers and intercession, Lord, open unto us the gates of the church. I entreat you, Mother of God, keep the gates of the church open to the faithful. Let us ask her to intercede for us before her beloved that he may forgive us you are called virgin mary the holy flower of incense which came out and blossomed from the roots of the patriarchs and the prophets like the rod of Aaron the priest, which blossomed and brought forth fruit, for you gave birth to the word, 
thou the seed of men, and your virginity was not corrupt. Wherefore we glorify you as the mother of God. Ask your our God, King of the ages and maker of all things, I thank you for all the good things that you have bestowed upon me, and for this partaking of your immaculate and life-giving mysteries. Wherefore, I pray you, who are a good and lover of mankind, keep me under your protection in the shadow of your wings, and grant unto me with a pure conscience, and even unto my last breath, to partake of your holy things, unto forgiveness of sins, and to life everlasting. You are the bread of life, the fountain of holiness, the giver of good things. And unto you we ascribe glory, together with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Our mouth is filled with gladness, and our tongue with rejoicing from our partaking of your immortal mysteries, O Lord. For that which an eye has not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things which you, O God, <clears throat> have prepared for those who love your holy name. You have revealed to the little children of your holy church, O Father, this is a pleasure before you, for you are merciful. We send up unto you the glory and honor, O Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Your servants, O Lord, who are serving you and treating your holy name and bowing down their heads to you, dwell in them, O Lord. Walk among them, aid them in every good deed. Awaken their heart from every vile earthly thought. Grant them to live and think of that which pertains to the living and to understand the things that are yours through your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, to whom we and all your people cry out, saying, Have mercy upon us, O God, our Savior. angel of the sacrifice, flying to the heights with this hymn, remember us before the Lord that he may forgive us our sins. Let us praise to the angel, saying, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth and goodwill toward him. Amen, alleluia, glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. We proclaim and say, O our Lord Jesus Christ, the begotten of the Father before all ages, save us and have mercy on us, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord bless us, amen. I offer my repentance, bless me, forgive me, and say the blessing. Amen, so it shall be. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
Is somebody doing the announcements? Do we have the announcements slide? I just want everybody to be aware that there's uh, a lot of um, additions to the schedule because of uh, the, the liturgies for New Year's Day on Wednesday will be um, a little bit later than usually on Wednesdays just to give you a chance to sleep in a little bit. Um, hopefully you're not out too late, but uh, the liturgy on Wednesday for uh, New Year's Day is going to be at 9 instead of 8.30. Um, and then also, uh, we have a liturgy on Thursday because the high schoolers are going on a retreat. So they're going to start the retreat with a, a liturgy in the morning. But the liturgy, of course, is open to all of you. So this week, there'll be liturgies Wednesday and Thursday, but no liturgy on Friday. So the 5 a.m. liturgy this week is canceled and resumed the week after. Um, and then also, as I, as I mentioned to you a few weeks ago about the Nativity liturgy, we have two days that we're celebrating the Nativity Liturgy because of the, the leap year. So we celebrate the 7th, which begins with Liturgy in the evening on the 6th. Uh, I don't know if we put the time. Did we put the time? No, yeah, 9.30 to about 12.30 a.m. will be from the 6th into midnight of the 7th. And then on Wednesday morning, which is uh, the 29th of Kiak, which is January 8th, we will celebrate the feast in a morning liturgy with the presence of uh, His Grace Bishop uh, Soriel. So Amba Soriel will be... Amba Soriel will be praying with us on the morning of Wednesday, January 8th. And I know most of you will be back at work and school, but for those who are able to come and, and join us for the feast, we'll have a nice little luncheon afterwards, God willing, uh, for His Grace, uh, on, on the 